to Coffee Life and All the Things, a podcast where we discuss anything and everything over coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Tatiana. And I'm Jill. And today we're talking about All the Things Books, Part 2. Two. I'm excited. One of our favorite topics. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm actually really excited. We love the books. Yeah. How's your week been? What day is it? <laughs> this is flying. Well, I was going to say, I feel like we just recorded again. I don't know what's going on. I feel like the weeks all of a sudden just started speeding up. Yes. And I think it's we're kind of having similar weather. Like it was so nice this past weekend in the 70s here in Vegas. Like I went out without, you know, a sweater, a jacket. It felt lovely. It's getting darker later and it was wonderful. And now it's rainy and gloomy and it's freaking cold again. So Mm -hmm. I also, spoiler alert, didn't sleep last night. So I've just been like in my feelings, I guess, being kind of a grouch. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Because of the no sleeper, that caused the no sleep. No, I think it's because of the no sleep. And then I think, you know, we were just talking about the day just got away from me. Like, it was just weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I blinked and it was 3 p.m. I'm like, what have I, what have I done today? I know. Same. So, it's been an interesting day to say the least. But, you know, we, not every day is going to be a good day and that's fine. Yeah, it was really cold here as well today and same like all week I started getting excited about like the times change happening soon and mm-hmm. then yeah, all of a sudden it's true. like rainy and gloomy I know, <laughs> like, I know. oh it's funny because normally I like welcome the rain I kind of like it as a nice break since we don't get it very often but true it's just been really cold and I, I don't know I was I didn't expect it but I guess I don't watch the news enough for weather <laughs> it's like what's I happening know. right now it's supposed to rain tomorrow so Yeah, it's interesting. But I do have something new to share with our listener and you. And it kind of goes hand in hand with the not sleeping. I don't know. I have been trying CBD gummies. Oh, really? I actually took some because I think we had talked about this before. At Alfred Coffee back in L.A., Mm -hmm. you could add it to your coffee and I someone that I worked I think it was what who I worked with was telling me because at the time I was getting a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. which again I probably shouldn't have been drinking coffee but say lovey and they were telling me the how I should really incorporate CBD oil into my routine because it really helps with anxiety and I only took it a couple times this past week but I did feel like much more mellow Okay. And I'm hoping tonight it was specifically because I want to try to get some sleep because I woke up at like three or four in the morning and that's not okay with me <laughs> and oh, my schedule. Man. So I'll, I'll, I'll do an update next week. Yeah. I'd be curious to see if you think it helps you tonight. Same. I also think I ate something that I may be allergic to last night because I woke up super itchy. Like, everywhere. And that's not normal. Yeah, that could change kind of, like, I don't know what you'd call it, body chemistry? Or, you know what I mean? Like, your system. Irritate your system or whatever. Yes. So, I'll let you guys know. 
right. Or if anyone does actively use that in their daily life, I'd love to yeah, hear I'd about it. Yeah, I'd be curious. Yeah. So there's so many. Well, there's a lot of dispensaries in LA here in LA as well, but there are a lot here. I feel like it's on I'm every sure. corner. It's like a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean there are a lot here, but I would imagine Vegas is just there's tons of them. Yeah, and it's the security was intense. Oh, really? I felt like I was buying an explosive or something. I was like, I just want <laughs> I was like I just want gummy bears. <laughs> Do you in Vegas is it legal to have just walk in, you don't need like a medical card or anything? Okay. Nope, it's it's legal. That's awesome. For sure. Yeah. But anyway, that's enough about me. I do want to talk about <laughs> what I always call the overnights <laughs> <laughs> on Bachelor. The fantasy suites? Yes, those are it. <laughs> I mean, these ones I think are not so much fantasy. I mean, I, was, I, I don't know. I was just going to say, I'm like, I think I'm pretty accurate on this season. <laughs> yeah, they were like just an overnight. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I have to admit, I second screen through the whole episode. And Same. I kind of found it boring, but I also wasn't paying close enough attention. And I always wonder if the order they show them in or do these dates in, like... Is it shown in order? Right. And also, is the person that goes first... Like, I always feel like the second or third person... I don't know. I feel like the first or second person always goes home, which mm. did happen. And yes, then you're right. I don't know. I just wonder if, like, the last person is, like, the lead or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, the girl Rachel was very in her feelings this episode for sure or at least that's how the editing was portrayed i know i thought michelle i i really didn't think it was the girl that went home i still don't know her name i I feel bad she's really cute and when she when she went on the date i was like oh yeah i forgot this girl was still left i'm like well there's no chance it's gonna be her (laughs) i don't know what that what it was about i think there were so many girls this season did they have a one-on-one? I can't, I like you, I, I can't place her. I can't either. So I wasn't surprised that she went home. Yeah. She did go home, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and I she didn't Mich- look that upset either. Like she, I feel like those were forced tears. Oh, okay. I think Michelle genuinely is in love. She seems like it. Um Yeah. I don't know. I I thought the scenes for next week sound seem interesting. It like kind of makes you think he's not going to choose either, but editing. So I'm guessing he yeah. chooses someone. Although there have been bachelors that haven't he chosen anyone. Okay, true. I I've just heard that he. The only does reason I've heard someone? he does is because I've heard that they may not be together anymore. So. Oh. That's the point. only reason I assume he chooses someone. Yeah. I will say the beginning with his dad was... Oh, that was intense. Awkward. Yeah, super intense. I w- we were like, this is like the most honest, I feel like a conversation has gone on Bachelor. It was very deep. True, True, but then I, I think it was necessary, but I'm like, did we have to film it and watch it? Like, it I just... felt the same way. Like, why did he want that to be on TV? For Matt, too. Like, I I'm, it doesn't, didn't seem like his dad wanted that on TV, for sure. But I don't really understand why he did that. 
yeah, I don't know, unless, you know, it was just edited right, like it wasn't supposed to go that way, and that's just the way it turned, and the cameras were there, and of course that's what they're going to show us. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that part. That was intense. And then the next one with his mom just, again, I highly think it's the editing, but doesn't seem like it gets any better. Oh, really? Oh, the conversations between, like, him and his parents? Yeah, and her, like, you know, when they edit where where his mom is just like, you need more than love, like, you're stupid to fall in love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I know that's not exactly what she said, but I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm interesting, interesting how this plays out. I'm actually really interested in watching After the Final Rose because of who's hosting, and I want to see how it goes. Yeah, it'll be interesting now that it's not Chris Harrison. So, Do you think he'll come back? I know he went on the apology tour, but I kind of feel like he might not. At least not for a very long time. I, I mean, I don't know how, like, ironclad those contracts are. So I don't That's know, like, how true. much he has. I think if it was running out, he's for sure not coming back. Mm, but I don't know. I don't know what will happen. That's a really so. good point. I did want to tell you this is not Bachelor related, but you recommended Ted Lasso oh, on uh-huh. Apple TV. Did you start watching it? I did. And at the first episode, I was like, I don't know about this, Jill. Like, <laughs> Same. But I think I'm on the fourth or fourth episode. It's so adorable. I it's love so him. Cute. I know. And I thought you would like the girlfriend of the soccer player. At first, I didn't like her, but she really grows on you. She's hilarious. Yeah. And I heard a rumor that they might be dating in real life. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, I think it's adorable. I'm excited. I think it. I love it. I'm I'm assuming it's going to be picked up again because didn't he win a Golden Globe for it? Yeah. I hope so. I mean, I don't know how the season ends, but <laughs> but I like it a lot. I mean, they so have far. it set so up that could definitely go on. So, oh, okay, I figured as much. But so I just wanted to let you know that I've start. Yeah. I finally started that, and it's oh good. I'm glad. I, I can't it. wait to see how you think the rest <laughs> of the season unfolds. <laughs> it's I just like a fun, you know. like feel good show. It is, yeah, and you know, after watching as much true crime as we do or totally. reality TV, like it's a nice little break from that so I yeah, loved it exactly all right good I'm glad you're watching yeah I thought you'd appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> so shall we get into our topic of the day love to books well no I will books. say that this has kind of a piggyback of update on my new year's resolution because my goal was to put down my phone more in the evening and read more, and I've been doing that. <laughs> you really have. Yeah, I think I'm I – ha- I set a goal for myself for 12 books. I thought one a month. I didn't do very well last week, last year, and I think I already have hit it, or I'm very close. Oh, you've been killing it. So for everybody, <laughs> just a quick, quick update, like the last episode that – we aired on books, and I think I've shared with you guys even on Instagram how much I'm obsessed with Goodreads, and I see 
Jill wants to be your friend. And I was like, oh, well, hello, Jill. Welcome to Goodreads. And now she's like, oh, by the way, I own it. And I'm like, yeah, she does. <laughs> I feel like every day I get an email and it's like, Jill has finished five books. Jill has finished three. And I'm like, wow, she crushed her goals. <laughs> Good for you, though. Yeah. Yeah, I've been really into Well. The last Tang Standing we already talked about, which I just probably one of the oh, best ones so I've read good. so far this year. But yeah. Yeah. So this is a fun topic because I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I think you should start then because unfortunately, like I haven't read too much this year already. I'm, I'm struggling. Okay. But you're, I know you wanted me to start, but you're working on a pretty long book right now, right? Yeah, well, yeah, to be fair, I started out with a Harry Potter book, one of a number, I finished number five, I believe, which was like seven or 800 pages. So it's kind of like two books. <laughs> yeah, that is like two books. And then I picked up Troubled Blood again, which is another JK book that's a thousand pages. Yeah. But so I that's... came in in the, yeah, I came in half, so... Maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe I just didn't start with the best books. <laughs> but those are like multiple books in one. True. Or the length of multiple books. True. Well, let's see. So I thought I would start with the ones I had just finished because they're fresh in my mind. And okay. I just read One Life by Megan Rapino. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, which was a memoir. And I really didn't know much about her. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And, you know, she really, she goes into like kind of her upbringing and a big part of her later part of her career has been her kind of quest or passion for speaking out on social justice issues and kind of like how that came to be. And she was one of the first athletes to kneel after Colin Kaepernick after like in solidarity um, during the anthem and just the aftermath of what that did to her career. I mean, of course, not anything like Colin Kaepernick's and but she right. was shocked and I was really I was shocked how much backlash she received. And so, yeah, it was just an interesting um, it was an interesting read. And she sounds like a, a really a cool person. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Did you listen to that book or did you read it? I did listen to it. So she did the um, the audio. Oh, okay. So it's nice to hear it in her voice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that That's one cool. just came out, too, recently. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. But she's just, like, such a hard worker. And, you know, just it was just interesting to hear about a soccer player's career. Because I, I, I really don't know anything about them. Other than, like, kind of what she was saying. Like, most people watch during the Olympics or the World Cup. And that's kind yeah. of the fan base they have. And... And just her and her team's, like, quest for equal pay for women and all the things mm-hmm. they're doing to, like, fight the Federation and all these things. So right. it was really interesting. Oh, okay. I like that. And then the other one I just finished was Night Road by Kristen Hanna, which I think you've read. It's pretty old. I don't know if I have. It came out in 2011. I, I looked it up because I was like, I think this is, came out a while ago. I love her books, so I but I haven't read a ton of them, and she has quite a big catalog. Yes. So I decided to read that one. It was kind of a sad topic, but um, 
I loved it. And I also like, I didn't want it to end and I wanted to like follow the characters along more. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I really didn't want it to end. So I, I really enjoyed that one. So I don't think I've read that one. It's been on my... Oh, really? Yeah, to be read because, you know me, I'm obsessed with Kristen Hanna. So mm-hmm. I want to read literally everything. Yeah. What's so it I'm... about, loosely? Do you remember? So it's about, uh, it's about a few teenagers in high school and kind of what senior year is like and kind of an outcast that becomes best friends with this boy and girl and um I guess there, well I don't think this is giving it away because it's in the I think the description of the book but one of the characters passes away in a car accident and so it's kind of just like what happens after and just about oh, their lives and okay. the loss of having a loss of a kid for a mom so it was really hard oh. for me to read oh, yeah, but yeah. At the same time, I thought it was done beautifully, so. Of course. <laughs> yeah. She oh, well. Kristen Hanna. <laughs> I really want to read her new book, and I think it's... I'm on I'm the wait get list. It. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I think it's soon, because Four Winds, I have not read a bad review or anything under... Oh, really? Five or Well, I think I'm supposed to be getting stars. it in a couple weeks, too, so maybe we'll be reading it together. Oh, maybe, Yeah. Maybe your listener wants to do a book club. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a, and that's a long one too. Oh, is it? I think it's like 500 pages, maybe more. Okay. I just so, actually started another one of her books right now. It kind of just happened the way my wait list on my library app has been going. Yeah. Um, I had signed up for three of her books, but along with a bunch of others, and this one came up and it's Winter Garden. Oh, yeah. So I just started, so I have nothing... No, nothing to say about it yet. I might think I'm on, like, chapter three. It's good. I remember liking that one. Okay. I think I have the physical book. That's the one I... Oops, excuse me. That's the one that I forgot I read, and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And then I looked at my bookshelf, and it was like, you read this. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which does tend to happen quite a bit. So anything you want to chat about? Yes. So a couple of books that I don't think I mentioned, I actually read them last year, but they were really good. They're both by the author Josie Silver. Uh, One was One Day in December and then The Two Lives of Lydia Bird. Oh, I've heard of The Two Lives of Lydia Bird, but I I haven't read either of them. They're both really interesting. Like they're just... They're kind of cute, and I, you know, the way she writes is a little bit more jovial. I think she's an English writer. I remember both of these being set in England, some part of the UK. And I didn't agree with all the choices, you know, she kind of wrote for her character, but that's fine. Like, in the end, they do learn something, and I'm like, oh, you know, that that was really interesting. So if if you're just kind of looking for, I wouldn't say fun, but a little bit lighter read like they're not hard books to get through and they're good stories I would suggest books by her for sure I enjoyed those uh this year a book that I did finish was Stealing Home and it's a Sweet Magnolias book like part of that series and I don't know if you watched they did a show the Sweet Magnolias on Netflix okay and it aired last year like springish yeah because I was at my parents house 
And I watched the show first, and I really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. So I decided to read the book. Okay. No go on the book. Like, I didn't love oh, the no. book. And I, I'm glad, though, that they made certain changes to the show, and it was very necessary, and I'm glad they did it. I And here's the weird part is because I don't know how big the series is, like how many books are in the Sweet Magnolia series. I do want to read maybe the second one to just kind of see how she flushes it out, but... I just, I didn't love this first one. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Have you watched Firefly Lane on Netflix? I haven't because I kept debating whether I wanted to read the book first. So same. And there's like a nine week wait for the book. Oh no. Okay. So, I'll so just watch it. I just watched it and I... But it is a Kristen Hanna book, so I'm like, well, I already know I'm probably going to love the book, so. Yeah. I I am interested to see how it differs from the show. The show was done really well. Okay. So. So you like like the show? I did. I hope it's not a Sweet Magnolia's disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it will be because the authors are just very different. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I am excited to read that book. Okay, maybe I'll look and see what the LA Library waitlist is like. I'm sure it's long, too, because it just came out as a show. Same. I have a feeling it's a show I'm going to have to watch by myself, though. Because I just feel like my husband's not going to be on board with that one. I don't know why. I don't think he will be. Because it's (laughs) mostly about, you know, a kind of like a best friend relationship. Okay. Like, they met each other when they were young, and they just grew up together, so... I don't think your husband's going to love it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so. He's going to love to sleep through it. (laughs) I also think he's not a fan of, um, what's her name that's in it? Catherine Heigl? Yeah. Who is, really? (laughs) (laughs) Well, two um, fun books I read, I think you've read one of them, is The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah... Pekinen or something Pekinen? like that? Yes. Um, What'd you think? I, I think we might have talked about this, actually. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really fun read. I thought the first half was a little bit stronger than the second half. Yeah. But overall, I just thought it was a really fun read. Um, kind of a mystery. What'd you call them? I mean, kind of like a mystery. I think so. A little bit of a thriller. Yeah, it was just fun. It's a fun read. Yeah. And I another fun too. read I um, read I read what another fun book I read <laughs> that I just think was like a really fun murder mystery was the girl from Widow Hills by Megan Miranda. Oh, tell me more. I've never read any of her books. Um, man, I read it so fast because it was one of those books where so you know it's like a who done it? Someone is found dead. Oh. Okay. And on between these two people's properties. So, of course, they're both being looked at as suspects. The main character has, like, a sleepwalking issue oh, and okay. um, I'm in. trips over this dead body on her property in the middle of the night and then runs to her neighbor's house. That's kind of how it starts. Awesome. And I just really enjoy mysteries where I really couldn't figure out how where it yeah. was going. So every twist and turn, I was like, wait. Maybe it's this person. No, no, no. It's probably this person. Wait, what? And it wasn't anyone that I expected, which was 
made me even enjoy it more. Oh, that's okay. So I'm going to add that if I haven't already for sure. You know what it kind of reminds me of that it's on my list that I really enjoyed as well? The Guest List by I think it's Lucy Foley. Foley? I've been wanting to read that. I was curious if you had read that or if it was on your want to read list when I saw it pop up. (laughs) I read it last year and Mm -hmm. it was kind of like what you just described. Somebody ends up being murdered and you're not quite... I also am just not very good at choosing the murderer, so I don't know if it's just me, to be perfectly honest. But I could not... I did not guess who it was. I mean, it was... No, yeah, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> there were some things that I I guessed correctly, but it was not the murderer. Okay. And it's set, you know, yeah, kind of like in a faraway place where people, you know, you have to boat in and things happen, but it was, it was really fun. I really okay. enjoyed it. So you might want to, yeah, definitely add it to your list. It was very fun. I love a good mystery. I heard her other, I don't know how many books she's written to be honest, but I heard her other books are pretty good too. And like, aren't in the same vein. Okay. So she's an art, she's an artist. Oh my goodness. She's an I author feel... <laughs> that I want to read more of yeah I feel like I have that was on my list and I feel like I have one other book by her on my list of things to read so oh okay I'll have to check that out I love that I can just go and look at your bookshelves now I know I'm so excited about that (laughs) and then the last like bulk of the books I read this year have been memoirs I usually go between memoirs and novels and I think a lot of times or fiction usually um, I think the reason I also am able to read quickly is that I'm usually listening to a book and also reading a book at the same time. Yeah. I really like to listen to the audiobooks of the memoirs just because they're usually mm-hmm. in the person's own voice. So, um, I listened to All That You Leave Behind by Aaron Carr and it was really, I thought it was a good memoir. So her dad was... David Carr, who was a um, columnist for the New York Times, and I guess pretty well known. Um, But he had a really troubled, like, addiction past um, up until when her and her twin, Aaron and her twin sister were born. And basically, like, they got taken somewhere, maybe a foster home or something, until he could get his shit together because their mom left. And so he did, and he raised them and got remarried and, like, had a very successful career. And so the book just felt very honest. I mean, I th- it's, about her, it's about her life, but it's very interwoven with her dad's because she also wanted to be a writer and a filmmaker and um, um, really, like, took his, took his guidance very to heart. There's a lot of, like, beautiful emails written to them back and forth and he was just a beautiful writer and about advice he had given her in her life and I just thought it was a really well done he I did I say this he had passed away right after like a speaking event he I think I think he actually passed away at the New York Times or he collapsed at the office and then was taken to the hospital and it was just like really unexpected she had like seen him the night before or that night that it happened and kind of just like how it changed her and her life and she struggled from addiction too so I thought it was interesting 
That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I listened to one other, I listened to one and read one other memoir this year. And one was that I listened to was three women. And then I read educated by Tara Uh, Westover. I think you've read that. I have. I found that fascinating. (laughs) Right. I'm surprised they all just lived like through everything and like what she saw. I'm like, what? I mean, it feels totally unbelievable when you read the book, like just what her and her family went through and their dad just like not believing in like going to hospitals, Mm -hmm. kind of just believing the government was out to get them. Um, I thought I found it fascinating. And, um, also just like how she's kind of reconciled that part of her life and how she just became this highly educated woman after kind of being denied that her entire childhood was really interesting. Agreed. Agreed. Well, are you currently reading anything besides Trouble Blood? Yes. I'll end on this. I had a recommendation from a friend of mine, and because I couldn't sleep last night, I'm now halfway through the book. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The book called The Last Mrs. Parrish. Oh, I've heard of this. It's good. It's going the way I thought it would go. There's three parts and I'm on the second part. And I kind of was like, "Ah, I'm hip to your jive. We'll see if I'm right. But so far, I like it. Okay. It's a solid four so far. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what do you give a five? Because I just feel like I have to reserve those for like my favorite books of the year. Same. So I give fives to those books I feel like I would pick up and read again. Okay. And that really stick with me. Like, you know, there's some books that I'm just like, oh, I just need to finish this. Like, that's not a, fi- a five-star book. Well, no. If I'm just, you know, like savoring it and that ending was delicious, I guess, <laughs> or just very... I, I feel just like really I'm loved it. That's a too five. tight on my five stars then because I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I love a lot of books and I'm like four four. I have to save really? my fifth star for like the best book I've read it out of like ten or something. <laughs> okay, so tell me what was. Do you remember the last five star book that you read? I'm curious. Yeah, the last Tang Standing. Oh. <laughs> That's because scary. It was just so good. It was just so fun, and I, I. I just loved it from beginning to end. So what about before that? I don't remember. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and then sometimes I just won't rate them because I'm like, I'm not sure what I want yeah. to give you. You know what? I wish I you feel... could give half because there's a lot of four and a half stars. Yes. So I feel you on the not rating. And when I was talking to a friend of mine, she doesn't rate a lot of books either. I feel like if, if it's anything less than a three, I usually don't rate it because I feel bad. Like somebody spent a lot of time. Like mm-hmm. I in no way think writing a book is easy, even if I just didn't find it interesting. And so I just feel bad because I, I feel like I'm trashing a year. You know, how long, how long does it take to write a book? A year more yeah. than that, like depending how complex it is. And maybe, you know, I didn't love it, but somebody else will so sometimes i'll write a review just like it wasn't my cup of tea but i won't rate it put the stars okay that's interesting yeah i feel like that sometimes too i i mean i i 
guess I haven't read any two or ones recently, which thank goodness, because I hate when I get a book where I just really I know, feel like right? I'm being tortured to finish it. And I'm the kind yeah. of person that likes to finish it, even if it's not very good. Same. So, well, I'm really curious what our listeners have been reading or if they have any suggestions because my library waitlist is getting <laughs> smaller. I still have about like six books on it. I'm sure I could add more, but a lot of the books I have um, on my want to read list are older books. So I'm always curious about adding some newer authors or newer reads in there. Same. Need so. some more book recs for sure. Well, on that note, this concludes this episode. Thanks so much for listening and remember to subscribe and if you would give us a, a rating and you can reach us at coffee.life.allthethings at gmail.com or on Instagram at coffee.life.allthethings and we look forward to hearing from you and we'll talk to you next week about all the things.